Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. That may have been the greatest witching hour to ever witch. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. The fan desperate to see Kenny Pickett take the field. I'm down that bad. And with me, as always, is AJ, Aiden Hutchinson, Defensive Player of the Year, Marchese. Ah, you said it, Rob. You fucking said it. Today, we're talking all the noteworthy NFL rookies from week two of the NFL season. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's going to put ketchup on a stick? Who's going to find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. Um, whatever funk Matt Canada's offense had in week one, it didn't have in week two, uh, but we still don't have a rookie quarterback to talk about because Mitchell Trubisky is still the Steelers starter. We got Malik Willis getting some action. Yeah, you want to talk Malik? Yeah, let's talk some Malik, baby. 20 minutes on Malik. Let's do it. Uh, Malik made that game, game more fun that he got in. Um, yeah, they should have done it earlier. That That's for fucking sure. Uh, yeah, I, I don't... I don't know. I didn't... I guess Mike Vrabel probably thinks they're always coming back. Um, I'm, I think Vrabel's losing it. That's my take of the day. I don't know. He, like, that game was so... So poorly, like it felt like they weren't trying. Like after they got down to like twenty one or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, no, no, no. If, you, if they waved the white flag and yeah, and despite doing that, they still didn't throw in the rookie top one hundred pick yeah. quarterback just to see what he's got until even like, until Tannehill damned them even further. Yeah, threw that pick six, um, and then then <laughs> Willis almost threw a pick to to Milano his first throw too. So. Yeah, well, hey, I've been hammering the table for Matt Milano. Yeah, he, he, speaking of hammering, he hammered Malik Wilson on that third down run. Yeah, I wrote notes down. <laughs> yeah, Malik went uh, one for four for six yards, uh, 16 rushing yards. And looked, the fumble. Uh, yeah, and he fumbled. Which, Chig, uh, Chig forced the fumble. Great play by him, so. It's a joke. Uh, I know. I just, I feel bad about 
everything from Malik. <laughs> I feel like it's not a great. Shockingly, somehow it's quickly. I just feel like this is not a good situation for him. Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't know. I lost a lot of respect and trust in in Vrabel and company. I'm sure they'll bounce back, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. How about this? Over under uh, week ten and a half. Malik Willis starts a game. I gotta go. I don't know. Tano looks so bad, but and like I that, just feel like Vrabel's so stubborn that it won't I, matter how bad he yeah. looks and how how shitty the team is. Agree. And on top of that, they're gonna be shit, but they'll still be in the race because the rest of the division is dog shit. Like the Colts are, okay. are a joke. Whoa. The Colts are a joke. Uh, the Jaguars are kind of sick. Yeah, the Jag, the it's gonna be the Jags in the Texans division very shortly. I'll, like, I'll say it honestly. There's this uh, a scenario in which the Jaguars win this division. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate putting money on that. Like I think if there's like I a had, decent chance. If I had to put money on who's winning the AFC South after I know we're only two weeks in, I I think I would put it on the Jaguars. Like getting getting those good odds. Yeah, I think that's fair. They look the most competent in week two. Um, and maybe the most competent in week one. L- Outside of the first half of the Texans game. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also not a good thing, but hey. Uh, but this is about Malik Willis. Yeah, I don't know. It was very, very limited action in a bad situation. Yeah. That's a very good defense. Uh, he, he did look very uh, green in the gills, if uh, if you will. I will. Um, I do really, really want Pittsburgh to start Kenny Pickett. Obviously not this week because short week Thursday night football against the Browns. But – the offense they're running right now with him and with Trubisky and Matt Canada, it's like it's it's less of a real offense than a college football quarterback who can't throw. Like it is so pathetic, and it's impacting uh, other rookie George Pickens, who was supposed to be mm-hmm. rookie of the, of the year the, at one point. Yeah, yeah, at one point he's like irrelevant. Um, and Chase Claypool's touches are all like manufactured because Trubisky can't throw and. And, like, Deontay Johnson's doing his best. I, it's so sad. I know it wasn't my territory, but I felt like the only obvious and clear start the ruck is Kenny Pickett. I put him there. Like, it just – what's the point? Why not? I mean – The only reason I didn't is because technically we'd be saying start him week three on the short week. I start him. I don't give a fuck. Put him in short week. Should I don't Honestly, start Mason Rudolph. <laughs> I mean, it, it is the Browns. I'm down bad. I'm down bad. I, I do want to know how much that offense changes, like Matt Canada's play calling or that offense changes when Kenny Pickett comes in. Because if it's the same thing they're running now with Kenny Pickett, like I still I have zero hope because it it's such a Mickey Mouse offense. Mm-hmm. And I'm just assuming that's because Trubisky's that bad and Matt Canada knows it. But this could also just be Matt Canada's offense. It might be. Because it's, yeah. Matt Can- it's, it's Matt Canada, you know? You got to love him, though. You got to fucking love him. I love him no matter what. Uh... Speaking of love, let's give us some love to uh, some week two rookies. There are a lot. I, I thought a lot of rookies in general. Once again, very very solid weeks. We had some big big weeks too, though. Yeah, agreed. Um, lots of guys to talk about. Kind of had to cut cut some guys out. I thought a couple options for both offense and defense. Who'd you? Uh, I'd love to hear. hear. Fuck! I, I wanted to get you first. Okay, I'll go first. Fine, fine. You begging me? Yeah. The Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, it could have been Chris Olave had uh, James Winston connected. More, more, more there later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this week is Garrett Wilson, who we didn't hear a ton about. Um, 
over the yeah, offseason. They had him like fifth on the depth chart, the first depth chart, I think. And, and like very little in the preseason uh, to get excited. There were so many rookie receivers, I felt like, who had hype going into the season. Mm-hmm. But the second receiver drafted didn't. Uh, turns out he might he might be him and him and Drake London might be competing for offensive rookie of the year when it's all said and done. Uh, yeah, they. I don't know if it's just because Joe Flacco's elite, but um, he's done a really good job getting Garrett Wilson touches. Like their first week, I think he had eight targets, uh, and then this week against the Browns, fourteen targets goes for. Eight catches, 102 yards, two touchdowns. Um, pretty much, like it felt like he was just moving the change in chains in in uh, on money downs. And then the one touchdown was he had a one on one with fellow rookie Martin Emerson, who actually had a pretty good, pretty good game. Um, and, and they ran a fade, and Garrett Wilson's release was just nasty. It was like a slow pitter patter release, hard inside stem, and then popped out using that explosiveness like three yards of separation touchdowns yeah, nasty the other one the other one came inside on uh, on a on a post where uh flacco kind of just put it on him um he he hit him in stride like with a little hole uh in the zone between the corner and the safety and it was money uh throughout the game he just kept working himself open um with that that kind of the his explosive releases and his explosiveness in and out of cuts uh he looked like that dynamic wide receiver one that i think some of us had him as yeah and i think a lot of people was kind of uh weary that like this elijah moore's you know passing game and like he's buried on the depth chart and blah blah blah. but he's really just proved it immediately plus he, yeah, he, had, he had that big back in ohio game factor too yeah that's a very good point elijah moore honestly not getting featured nearly as much as I think a lot of us thought he might. Yeah. I it's, feel uh, like it's been the Garrett Wilson show, and 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 I mean through through two games he's top fifteen I think in the NFL in receiving yards, and he's had uh, over twenty targets. I think when Zach Wilson comes back, his leash is leash is going to be like so short. Because I mean, I, don't know if he's, I mean, like Flacco legitimately, like I get that the Browns aren't like. The Browns right now technically aren't what they're supposed to be with Deshaun Watson. That doesn't mean the defense isn't – like, the defense is intact, you yeah, know? Yeah, And Joe Flacco looked very, very solid. I think he won the heart of uh, a lot of that roster, too. Won my heart, Adrian. And yours. Won my heart. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw also, just to make fun of the Browns a little more, the Corey Davis touchdown. Yeah, wide open. Where he just ran like 80 yards free, and it was like Grant Delpit completely mm-hmm. blew the coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Garrett Wilson looked as advertised. And I just think it's funny because last year, Jamar Chase, I mean, it was more negative about Jamar Chase entering the year. Yeah. yeah I, whereas with Garrett Wilson, I just feel like we didn't hear anything. Uh, and then, bam, already a 100-yard game, two touchdowns. Who you got? You went with the second receiver taken. I went with the first, Drake London, who you already mentioned. Um, honestly, Drake London looks like like Drake London. You know, like that the quicks for the size, the size itself, like the like the low key yards after catch ability. Like you know what I mean. Like uh, he's translating pretty pretty damn well and, and quickly. He, he he plays like a smaller man. He does, like I feel, and I mean that is a big compliment. That's what I thought week one. Like he's just really smooth for a six five wide receiver. He is, yeah. Eight catches, 86 yards, a touchdown, and a two-point conversion. 
There weren't like any like spectacular plays in there, but like I thought it was just all really solid. Like just finding the soft spot on an in here, you know, a decent out there, five yards off a quick screen. Um, and then, you know, the, the getting, like, breaking a tackle or two. Um, hurling. And, yeah, hurling uh, Kobe Durant. Um, and, like, he's, you know, the big deal is, I think, is he, he's able to win over the middle pretty consistently with that size, and that's a difference maker. Um, touchdown, like, nothing special. Just a quick little slant from the five, easy money. Uh, the two point was, like, on a nice corner route. I, I think his size and his quickness are going to be, like, a difference maker in that red zone game for the, for the Falcons. Um, especially when Arthur Smith gets fired and the next coach figures out how to use him. But, but like, actually, I, I will say that both both his touchdown and the two-point came with, like, Pitts and Ham lined up, like, in a tight bunch together. It was kind of smart. Um, and then, like, on the last grab, like, he just said he hurt old Kobe Durant. And um, it was pretty nifty. Like, I, again, it wasn't, like, like, spectacular big over-the-top plays, but just a really good game. And, uh, I mean, hell, hell, a guy I doubted is translating quick. Just remember, this isn't fantasy football. What does that mean? Oh, that's what Arthur Smith said when asked about <laughs> I know. getting Kyle Pitts involved. I, I don't get Fuck it. You. I don't get it. Like, come on. He's going to get canned. Um, um, I, I thought my, my kind of my week one take, I think London had five for 74 in that opener against the Saints, and it just kind of felt like he immediately belonged. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a spectacular game, but it was just he belonged, and that kind of sounds like he that was what happened again, but Pretty kind much. of picking up – a notch even yeah and, and yeah scoring um the, the, the real shit part is that they've just ignored Kyle Pitts completely I, I don't know what's going on there but again when there's a good coach and they'll be able to use both of them it's gonna be dangerous that's that's for fucking sure uh my defensive rookie of the week um is gonna go to Devin Lloyd of the Jacksonville mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who the interception looks nice in the the stat line. It, it was a tip ball, uh, kind of near the end of the game that just kind of went straight to him. Awesome. But besides that, like he was he was very good in coverage. He he had a uh, deflection, kind of carry uh, dropping um, zone dropping near the end zone in the fourth quarter, uh, where. Matt Ryan just tried to force a ball in, and, and Devin Lloyd got a big paw on it. Um, it was a, it, like the front corner of the end zone to a receiver. Great play. The other one came where the back kind of leaked out of the backfield. He got down in a hurry, and as the back was making the catch, he just lit him up, caused uh, causing incompletion, incompletion. And it's funny. The, the player he reminded me of uh, during this game was – on the sidelines for the Colts, uh, obviously not suiting up, but it reminded me a little bit of Shaq Leonard's rookie year where it just felt like he was making all these uh, kind of plays in, in zone coverage uh, as a rookie and, and just cleaning everything up in the run game. And, and Devin Lloyd looked really good against the run again. Uh, his run fits are there. His his instincts, I think, have been the most pleasant surprise because I think that was one of the things that maybe wasn't, as great as what Nicobe Dean brought to the table uh, in this draft class. And he, he's just, like, constantly in the right place, right time, making plays both in coverage and against the run. Six tackles, the pick, uh, two pass breakups, played all the snaps. Uh, he's transitioned very quickly. And I think in week one, uh, he was a terror against the run, had a little ways to go against the pass, and yeah. it showed up this week. Like, he already improved it against the pass. Yeah, and, like, week one he was, like – 
felt like more like just his athleticism, making a lot of plays happen, but kind of like just being out of place at times. So yeah, I think he got better in the pass and in the run too. But he, it wasn't he wasn't bad in the run either. So it's uh, I mean, between him and the, like I don't have Travon Walker written anywhere. Travon Walker had a very solid game. Uh, they they looked very good against the run. I mean, they blanked the Colts twenty four nothing. Jonathan Taylor had a very nothing game. Yeah, they also um, didn't give him the ball enough. No, they did not. Uh, but something else that was cool is. Uh, the Jags are creative with the way it, uh, that they they kind of deploy both Walker and Devin Lloyd. Sometimes they would they would rush Travon Walker as a three tech with Devin Lloyd on the edge. It was Ooh, really cool. That's funky. I didn't see any yeah. of that week one. Yeah, it was very. Cool. And then and then they got Chad Muma in the middle. That's sick. So like, this Jaguars team has quickly become very fun to watch. And and just while we're on it, like obviously last year Trevor Lawrence is more down than up but he looked really good in this game and i thought he looked like a young matt ryan just very precise very smart decisions taking what was given really good ball placement he had a huge touchdown drop by jamal agnew trevor lawrence yeah, that was a I, I really like this jag jag team for the afc south right now and their offensive line looked good more on that in a bit um yeah i like that i like that a lot um speaking of uh the best team in their division let's go to detroit baby and I kind of had to go with Hutchinson. He had the three sacks. He had six tackles. I had to pick him. Um, I will say though, like you know, I, I think the the box score looked better than the performance. Like it was, it was you know, it was mainly mainly like hustle and, and effort sacks. But still, you gotta love it. I mean, first sack he they lined him up on the inside on a third down. Again, was all motor. Wentz kind of stepped up. He just looped back, looped back into the pocket and brought him down. Um. I actually thought his be- his best play was a non-sack, but he almost got to Wentz, where he kind of just like, I mean, he they left him alone on Bates. Bates had no shot, nearly stripped Wentz, um, but like forced him to kind of stepping up into the side to throw it away. And Malcolm Rodriguez actually hammered him, um, who who he looked good too. Um, had a nice tackle in the run on Gibson one on one. He looked good in the run. Um, his next sack, he went like bull rush, like was well blocked. But kind of just like Wentz kind of stepped to the side and like he looped back and then got got Wentz again. He ate him up. Third sack was on a stunt. He he looped into the inside. Um, third down is just opened right up on him. Um, Wentz just nowhere to go. Gobbled him up. Like so like the sacks weren't that like here are three sacks well they weren't that impressive, but just like the motor the effort his get off looked really good. Um, solid in the run game set a solid edge and I mean it's a three sack performance in one half for a rookie can't can't not give him love. Um. What performance was better, him this week or Trevon Walker last week? You obviously have both. So Walker was a little more freaky. Um, I thought, like, funny enough, they both played Washington. I thought Hutchinson probably was better against Charles Leno, who's looked really good so far okay. for Washington, by the way. Um, but, like, like, pretty even, to, to be honest. It's just like, yeah, Hutch was all motor. Walker was, like, the freaky glimpses, you know? If you had to bet on one of them uh... – taking home defensive rookie of the year just two weeks into the season, who would you pick? I would go based on uh, hype Hutchinson because he got all the, you know, the hard knocks attention. Um, yeah, I think that and no one cares about Jacksonville except for us. So, And we're still waiting on the Kayvon Thibodeau debut. It didn't happen this yeah. week. Um, who's your worst rookie? So I feel like this is maybe a little bit harsh, but Kyler Gordon was just taken advantage of in like a big spot, you know, like – Kind of hard not to throw him to the fire here. Like, gave up 10 catches for, what, what like 160 yards and a touchdown, according to Pff. Uh Lazar got him for the one touchdown. Um, 
like he, the the issue was like he started well. I had a really nice PBU on on Lazard, mm-hmm. looked good. Uh, but then they some tackles too. Yeah, he had that one tackle. Like he struggled in the run. Like he had that like that big fly behind the Aaron Jones run. Uh, could have had him for TFL, but just blew it. Um, and then yeah, they just started going after him, and it just he kept falling apart. Sammy Watkins cooked him on that deep one in the fourth, just toasted him off the line. It just kind of felt like a rough, a rough game. But like he was there, and there was glimpses. Like I, I this is not like, oh god, he's a bust. I already know it. it I think he's gonna be fine. It was just Sunday night football in a bad spot, you know. Yeah, I figured you'd go with him, so I went with a corner duo of Trey Avery and Roger McCreary for the Titans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't I mention them, so yeah, go ahead. Who also in primetime football just were in a bad spot dealing with uh, Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs toasting them. Especially poor, poor Trey Avery, like, getting thrown in. Tra- Trey Avery only played, like, 29% of the snaps, and it felt like every time yeah. he was on the field, he was just getting burned. But Curry was toasted pretty consistently as well. They were without uh, Christian Fulton. Um, I don't know. Between – the Titans might have uh, some issues drafting corners between – Yeah, Farley – like yeah, Farley didn't look great either. McCreary uh, had a good week was, one though. He did, he did. I I have high hopes for him. It was a bad matchup for him. I mean, I mean, I'm Trey Avery's an undrafted rookie. Yeah, was, poor guy. So was not fair. Yeah, yeah it, and and was Stefan Diggs was just in in the shadow realm. <laughs> um, you know, who I put like I didn't put him here. I put him here, but like he's he's really my favorite rookie. Fucking Brian Cook, baby. Fucking punched a guy what, and taking the the penalty. Yeah, taking the penalty, blocked that guy out of bound. He just set the fucking tone for the Chiefs. So I want to give him the shout out. Well, the Chiefs aren't going to be fucked with. Okay, Brian Cook's a monster. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> yeah, it was tough. Um, Primetime star. But going back to the Chiefs secondary, I think it's got to be Jalen Watson, right? Yeah, seventh round rookie, yeah. ninety nine yard pick six. Played played well over half the snaps. Yeah. Um, as Trent McDuffie continues to deal with the injury, uh, that's your guy. Yeah, I liked him. I know. And he he got thrown in week one a bit, too. He gave up a touchdown to Hollywood. But, like, he didn't look bad. And, I, again, like, I don't think this was some spectacular game. But then he, he had that pick six, which, you know, he jumped that route really nice. Gerald Everett was just gassed. That was bad. Uh, they got they had to do something there. But he read it beautiful. He, he caught it. He housed it. Goal line to goal line was beautiful. Like, outswise, I, I thought he looked pretty solid. You know, like, he matched up with Michael Williams' physicality pretty well. He was giving up some, like, tough ones, but, like, nothing nothing big time. Four tackles. Just really fucking promising for a seventh-round guy, like you said, getting fill-in duty. Like, that's that's really impressive. Def- uh, AFC Defensive Player of the Week, I think, which is a little bold, but I love it. Hey, he took advantage of the opportunity he was given. Yep. A um, couple guys who I wish would take more advantage of their opportunities. For my th- underwhelming performance i i uh, went with two top 10 picks who played in the same game and both play offensive tackle i thought both evan neal and icky aquanu uh as the giants took on the panthers both look kind of they weren't horrible but i was just waiting and waiting and it was just kind of disappointing um i thought evan neal uh really struggled at times uh to to anchor down uh, power was kind of getting the best of him Icky at times it felt like there was a lack of effort. Yeah, I, I like he was not sustaining blocks the way I would have hoped. Um, I thought Evan Neal looked better against the run and Icky Aquano looked better against the pass, which mm. is not Flipped. the thing you would expect. Um, yeah, again, neither was terrible, but neither uh, had a great game. Now in Evan Neal's defense, he was going up against Brian Burns at times, 
uh, and Brian Burns was doing a really good job against him. Um, yeah, but Icky was yeah. blocking who? Like Oshin Zamanese? Like, come on now. Yeah, Oshin's sick, though. <laughs> also, this game included more players I, I like who I'm shocked are finding playing time in the NFL than any game I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. But, um, yeah, I was just like kind of – you. I, I think you have them both week one, right? I, I just uh, I didn't I just mentioned, Neil, I didn't think he looked bad week one, and Icky was my worst rookie. Yeah, so it's like this was my first taste of them, and I, I just kept on waiting, and I don't know. I thought overall Evan Neal looked more promising than Icky. I, I, I don't know what it was. Icky just doesn't sustain blocks. No, he's not. I, uh, yeah. Not really, really it's, rough start for him. Uh, he, he does not look as explosive and violent as he did at NC State. No, I felt the same way. Like, so, like, last week I thought, like, he had no edge to him, and then it kind of came a little bit, but, like, nothing – did he have? Was he playing with his edge this week or no? No, no. I don't know. I think it's a psychological. I mean, I fuck. It's so hard to guess, but like, I just think he's got to like just work to get his. I don't know to get his. You know, his edge back. I think that's what makes him him. You know. Yeah. Um, my underwhelming performance. It's not on the player at all. I had a really good game. It's Chris Olave, who had five catches, eighty yards, on thirteen targets. It's only because he could have had like a fucking monster game if James Winston was remotely accurate. He had hit thirteen targets. According to PFF, 365 air yards. It's fucking nuts. That's crazy. And he was open for most of them. And, like, I mean, I don't know. It was just, like, deep shot after deep shot. Uh, one play, he, he should have got PI. He didn't. That was kind of bullshit. Um, James threw a pick on one of the deep shots. Uh, finally did get draw PI, so got throw those yards into the, into the pocket there, Chris. Um, and then, like, Olave finally got got caught one for 51 yards. Um from the from the Jameis deep shot and he catches it and fumbles it immediately so that's kind of like eh, I don't know it might have been incomplete I don't know but it, that one was actually on him um, so like super 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 promising game he was open he looks like he's gonna be the Saints top deep threat um, just Jameis sucks just Jameis sucks I mean it's not on him but Jameis not good um, early returns on these uh, first round receivers pretty strong yeah and I'm gonna if I may can I just jump to another one. Jamison Williams, he suited up, didn't he? That's oh, son of a gun. I will say, watching Amon Ra and this this Lions offense, it's gonna be fucking awesome when Jamison's back. I, I, I can't wait. Yeah. No. Okay. Is uh, mm-hmm. is your looks like a hitch of Han Dotson? No, I yeah, I talked him up last week, so I just put him for flash. He was awesome too. Lesser extent, I put Traylon Burks. Okay, and, and like just listen, I think look is the operating term because he looks like a hit, but the Titans don't know how to fucking use him. I'm pissed at this Titans team. Four catches, forty seven yards. When when he converted that, what was it like? Third and sixteen. Third and sixteen. Yeah. All yak. I I was like they like barely. I don't even. They went back to him like one more time after. Literally, that. That I think. Yeah. First half. Yeah, because he had two nice catches on the first series, and then they stopped. And then that play, and then they stopped going to him. Like, uh, two like good contested catches too, using his body. I think that looked good. That play was awesome. Just the speed and the and the you know the the size. He was their best offensive player by far, and like we talked about already, he, like the the Giants, the Giants, the Titans just gave up. They just gave up, and I don't know. I, I and then like I, I was watching Vrabel talk about him, like it just seems like he, I don't know, he doesn't want to get him that involved. It's fucking weird. I've lost a lot of faith in the Titans. I know it's one bad game, but just I don't know the, all the stink coming out of that franchise. Um, I don't know. Burks looks great. I don't think he's a problem. I think it's it's everything else around him. Uh, I would agree. Um, I will go back to the Zion Johnson well, who I think looks like a hit. Uh, 
he was very, very good against Chris Jones. You know, P- PFF so kind of so shit on him. Uh, sorry to jump on you. Really? I was surprised. I thought he had a good game, too. Uh, PFF doesn't know how to they don't. watch offensive linemen, I don't think. They don't. Um, and so much so that Chris Jones stopped rushing against Zion Johnson. And just ate Matt Filer. Matt Filer. Just ate him up. Yeah. Um, yeah, Zion went to war with Chris Jones mm-hmm. and did an incredible job, I thought, uh, specifically with his ability to recover. Chris Jones, uh, a handful of times, kind of initially looked like yeah. he was going to win the rep. And Zion's ability to re-anchor and, and use that... Uh, um, balance. To me, that'll that, yeah, that, balance. The, com- the combination of his balance and, and his uh, lateral agility yeah. to kind of like put himself back in the right position... I thought he just looked incredible. He looks like, again, if I was going to say any one rookie makes the Pro Bowl this year, it's going to be him. It's just poor, poor Chargers. You just got to pick your spot and you can just dominate, though. Like, it's poor Herbert. Oh, really poor Herbert. That that sucked a lot. Yeah. Uh, who's your uh, miss? So, not a miss for me. I was low on him, patting myself on the back. Uh, Rashad White is, like, offering nothing for Tampa. Um, two carries a yard, two targets. Wait, then how is this? It looks like a, it's supposed to be for you. Yeah, no, it looks like a match for Tampa. I look smart. Um, <laughs> and Rob, like what? And Rob, yeah, looks like catching. This is a miss for you. I would like high on him is where he was taken. Exactly. But, uh, no, that's. I think that's the point. Like you know, they took him so high. Um, like he he's had this opportunity to take that role in a big way, and it's nothing. It's nothing. Even for, Lenny was banged up too. You know, he wasn't fully healthy going into the game. Uh, one of his drops was fucking terrible. Uh, wasn't Rashad White mine? He looks like a miss last week. I don't know. Again, or not ready? No, he was my he's my not ready to play, and it looks like I was right. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Thanks. So, there you go. Uh, that's tough. Um, my looks like a miss is a guy I should have been higher on. Uh, Luke Fortner looks like exactly what the Jaguars need yeah. him to be. Hey, I thought he was like solid week one too. Yeah, like I'm. I don't think like it wasn't jumping off the screen or anything, but okay. he is just. He looks pro ready. He looked. I thought he looked really good in pass protection. His length really stood out. And like, not that DeForest Buckner was going one on one with him or anything, but DeForest Buckner was not getting the best of him. Um, and in the run game, the the power shows up. Like I I I would like to see him kind of uh, get a little bit more drive off the snap. But uh, overall, he looked really good. And and at one point they they ran screen. He was out in front and. He he went and go went and picked up a safety. I don't know. He just looks really ready. Yeah, he does. And the th- Jags' O line as a whole looked quite solid. I felt like it was a little up and down week one, but like, yeah, I, I thought Fortner looked solid. I, I agreed. Yeah. Um, mine needs to step it up. I put Kyler Gordon here, and mm-hmm. uh, I thought you have Quan Brisker, especially coming off a very solid week one, where uh, I I had him as my co defense for the week. Um, he, he had 10 tackles against the Packers, but he had a handful of misses. Yeah. He, he kind of struggled to play in space. Which isn't great for Jaquan Brisker. Like, you, you kind of... It's not. Yeah. Um, I'm going with another first-round DB. I put Derek Stingley, who I think he credited for six catches, 87 yards given up. Um, it was, like, it was entertaining, though. They, they were going at him a lot. Like... He made a good P- PBU early, but got called for DPI. <laughs> like, and it was just lots of like lots of Cortland Sutton versus Derek Stingley. It was fun. Um, Stingley got um, Sutton got him on like a deep out early. Uh, another deep shot to Sutton on a free place. Uh, Stingley pulled him down, got pass interference. So another DPI. Uh, and then next happened the goal like it was DPI goal line snap. 
They throw a fade to Sun and he catches it for touchdown, but then he got ruled out. Um, and then the next play, they throw another fade, and Stingley made his best play of the day. He had a nice PPU. But three snaps in a row, Sutton and Stingley, they just went after him. Um, and then, like, had, like, a couple glimpses. Like, he had a really sick play where, like, it was just a short one to Sutton, and uh, he, like, submarine hit him and just fucking lit him up, and, and he dropped the ball. That looked awesome. Um, another deep shot to Sutton. Like, he just, he, like, didn't get his head around in time. Like, it almost felt like he was afraid of getting another PI, DPI. Like, he, he kind of, like, his head was a little late. And they just didn't play him that tight, and the ball was a little behind, and Sutton just kind of bodied him out. Um, fourth and two, Sutton just a quick hitch, boxed him out. Like, that's a tough play, though. Um, then, like, had another one where, like, I don't know if it was on him, but just, like, looked a little lost. It was, like, actually the biggest play of the game to Sutton. Um, just, like, it was zone, but he was, like, un- really unsure. He, like, was, keep, like, you know, watching the line of scrimmage and then dropping back, but then, like, looked at Sutton, but then turned around. It was kind of weird. Um, probably should have just plastered to Sutton didn't uh give up the play i don't know like the glimpses the talent is definitely there but just like a kind of a rough start two games for for stingley it's funny i don't know if it's just like reputation i see i he seems to be him and uh sauce gardner who i i don't think did i put him anywhere uh no but sauce gardner didn't look that great either Mm -hmm. um and I feel like just because of who they are, they, they aren't catching as much flack. The rookie corners in general, I, I think I've struggled a lot. I got another one. Am I not ready to play? Actually, two, so. Actually, I mean, I, Sauce Gardner needs to step it up. And uh, against the Browns, like, Amari Cooper would just yeah. look like that wily old vet and kind of worked him. And Donovan Peoples-Jones had a touchdown over him that didn't stand, but... It was like Sauce Gardner just couldn't find the ball. Mm. Uh, it was in the back corner of the end zone, but DPJ didn't get his other foot in. Um, but yeah, I, th- I thought it was a very uh, meh showing from Sauce Gardner. Week one. Uh, who's your not ready to play? Sorry, just oh, quick. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, week one, I just thought, I didn't mention him either. It just, it, it wasn't bad. He wasn't giving up much. It just, uh, I think he was only targeted three or four times. But yeah, anyways, am I not ready to play? Um, another corner. I put Jalen Armour Davis, who. Actually, and, and, and Demarion Pepe Williams, baby. But <laughs> I'll talk with them both. Uh, they saw both the same amount of snaps, like 54%. Um, really? Yeah, they're playing a lot. They're playing, and you know what happened in that in that Dolphins game. So I do. Yeah, Armour Davis, like, they credit. Like, PFF's numbers are weird, but, like, he, they said 69 yards, five catches, and a touchdown. Um, but the one that really landed him here was he just blew it on that long Tyreek Hill touchdown where he just, I don't know what he was doing. Just got caught napping, and Tyreek, the one that tied the game, and Tyreek just blew by him. Um, he was also in coverage on the Waddle game-winning t- touchdown, but like he he was he wasn't a good spot. It was just Waddle made a great play. Like I think there's promise. Like I don't think he looked like like I don't know two outmatched, but like he just uh, like I think it's gonna come is why I put it here because like did have a nice PPU on Waddle early in the game where like he just closed on the ball. Waddle didn't really come back to the little hitch. Um, made a good PPU. And yeah, like I'll add, I'll add Demarion, who they're calling Pepe Williams, by the way, which is sick. Um, like, like he played one last, one less snap than Demarion. Um, then sorry, Armour Davis. Uh, but yeah, kind of glimpses. It's just like a lot of rookies playing a lot of snaps in that Baltimore secondary. Um, Kyle Hamilton was okay, I thought he, he was. He looked kind of bad on one long touchdown, but it apparently wasn't on him. I thought it was. It wasn't a great look. We were just kind of watching the wrong guy. Um, so yeah, but that's a lot of rookies playing a, a good chunk of snaps in that Baltimore secondary, and it it fucking hurt them this week. It hurt them big time this week. It cost them the game. But yeah, I, again, I think I think all three dudes have something there. It's just it's it's just not there yet. 
Um, that I, I mean, that was the Baltimore's downfall last year was just yeah the having to play so many different DBs. Uh, the depth seemingly has improved, but when there's such young guys mm-hmm. against maybe the best wide receivers in the combo in the NFL. And like, especially like, uh, you know, like just no fucking respite from the speed between Waddle and Hill, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of corners who struggled, uh, <laughs> my not ready to play Cordell Flock, <laughs> but I was not expecting to see it for 71% of the snaps against oh, the Panthers. Oh, wow, that's a lot. Yeah, he, um, they just, they were like, yeah, Cordell, can you cover DJ Moore? He could not. <laughs> he looked okay early, and then DJ Moore was just like constantly beating him. Uh, if they had a better quarterback, DJ Moore would have gone for 200 yards probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, they probably would have won the game. Um, but just Flott just could not hang with DJ Moore's explosiveness. Uh, he, he was getting very lost um, in, in uh, Moore's routes. Uh, it, it, was, it was a tough go of it. I, I mean, I was shocked. Because like, he's a guy who predominantly played nickel at LSU. Yeah. And they ended up uh, just following DJ Moore around the field. Really? Yeah. That's a tough fucking ask. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I was very shocked to see it. I was shocked to see the amount of rookies the Giants were playing. 2 0. 2 0, don't matter. I don't know. Because my best, but to add on to that, my best day three rookies, I just threw three Giants yeah. day three rookies who were playing. I love it. The co- the combination of Dane Belton, <laughs> Daniel Bellinger, and a big DJ Davidson was out there <laughs> playing snaps Can't against Spanish. That's sick. Um, Dane Belton looked really good. He recovered a fumble on a kickoff, uh, had a couple tackles, looked very physical, was, uh, playing down low and playing too deep. He got beat a couple times, but, uh, by Ian Thomas, but uh, as a whole, I thought it was a really good game. It was his debut as well. Um, Bellinger had a 16 yard catch and run mm-hmm. touchdown where he dove to the pylon. That was sick. P- played over 50% of the snaps. Uh, and DJ Davidson only played fourteen percent of the snaps, but but did a good job kind of holding up the point and um, creating a mess in the middle as a as a one tech. I like it. I love that a lot. <laughs> I'm okay. I, we gave a lot of corners shit, but I'm going to give corners credit here, or just one at least. Uh, I mentioned him already. Kobe Durant. Yeah, he got hopped by uh, by Drake London, but I, he played a really good game. Uh, speaking of hopping, he jumps Robert Rochelle in the depth chart. He, he played like thirty eight percent of the snaps. Looked good. Um, his big play was like he had an interception. It wasn't like. Oh, what a play by Kobe Durant. Patterson just, like, <laughs> like hit him off the hands, hit his shoulder pad, hit him off the helmet, and Durant was there. Uh, right place, right time. And returned for 51 yards. Almost almost pick-sixed it. I, th- I thought that was nice. Uh, also had a snack. They brought him, uh, brought him, brought him off the edge at the nickel. Um, good play. He looks just really competent and is making plays, and that's really good for a, you know, a fourth-round uh, small school guy. I think that's a, that's a big hit. And uh, speaking of big hits, baby, this is just the the Rodrigo report. Malcolm Rodriguez just he does all the little things well. I mentioned already he got a nice quarterback hit on Carson Wentz, hit him hard. He's just in the right spots. He's strong. He he t- he tackles really square. He hits hard. Eight tackles. Like he just he's just clean. He's just really clean. It's not like special. Just clean. You love to hear it. That's what they need. Yeah, it is. It really is. Uh, my best undrafted rookies. I'll go back to that Panthers draft. Yes. Team. Where big Marquan McCall, oh, Kentucky nose tackle, nice. was getting snaps for the Panthers. I like that. Uh, he had a TFL. He played just 18% of the snaps, but was getting work in the rotation as a nose. And he's like 380 pounds, so it was very entertaining. Um, but 
My other one's uh, the new Nate Ebner. That's what they're calling <laughs> Brendan Schooler of the New England Patriots, the former wide receiver and DB. Uh, and I, I don't—I mean, he's wearing 41, so I guess technically he's a DB. He's only on the team play specials. Uh, he recovered a muff punt and down a punt inside the 10. Oh, that's... I guess the Steelers. Yeah, that's sick. He's the reason they beat the Steelers, quite honestly. Well, Gunner was a double agent, that's for sure. I, he, he definitely did that on purpose. I mean... Yeah, that was tough. Um, I got an IDL. I, a guy I don't think I remember, but played at Notre Dame, Kurt Heinisch. Do you remember Kurt Heinisch? I do. I, I That's that... Playing for the Texans, baby. 26 snaps. Um, looked oddly good. Oddly good. Like, he's he's got... He was getting some push as a, as a pass rusher. I think they credit him for a pressure, too. Uh, just playing low, like, good. Had a really nice tackle for loss on uh, Melvin Gordon. Like, just got nice push and shed for the TFL. He's the next Roy Lopez, is what they're saying down in Houston. Um, <laughs> really out of nowhere and looked good. Uh, a couple of rookies who flashed. Uh, Cole Strange had a really good game against the Steelers. Uh, Cam Hayward in week one feasted on a rookie named Cordell Volson at left guard. Uh, Cole Strange did a really good job mm-hmm. against Cam Hayward in this one. Um, it's particular in pass pro where his his kind of brawling mentality, I think, helped him out a lot, and he just kind of went toe-to-toe with Hayward at times. Uh, his hands looked really good, and his anchor looked really good. Um, I thought Tyler Smith looked really good yeah. for the second week in a row against the Bengals. Uh, he is not the problem on that offensive He line. has looked way better than I think anyone anticipated, especially going Big back time. to tackle. Yeah, like – for real. Uh, also, Brees Hall just played 27% of the snaps against the Browns. Uh, eight touches, 60 yards, and a nice touchdown uh, where he just uh, Flacco hit him in the flats and he did some yak damage. Uh, him and Michael Carter are a fun one-two punch. Yeah. I wonder how long Michael Carter's playing more snaps. Um, just because I think we all agree that Hall is more of that RB1 type, whereas... Michael Carter can be, like, that Naeem Hines type. I think it'd be cool if they go, like, 60-40. Like, I don't think you go more than that. Like, No, Michael no, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Michael Carter's right a damn now, good ball player. Like, yeah. Yeah, I love Michael Carter. Um, right now, the, the, the problem is uh, they're they're getting Ty Johnson maybe one too many snaps a game. <laughs> I love Ty Johnson. <laughs> I, I would give Ty Johnson snaps to Brees Hall. Uh, yeah, I think that probably is a good idea. Um. Long list. Let me try to keep it short. Uh, first, I got to give Jahan Dotson the biggest shout out because he could have been rookie of the week again. Um, four for fifty nine and a touchdown. Had a really nice go on a, like a deep, uh, just on a go, nice catch. Um, that kind of just shielded the, the DB and like he, he another one where he just hauled it in funny, like like just pinned it against his leg. I don't know, man. He's got great hands. Uh, got a two point conversion where he just had a great job, like finding space and and giving Wentz a target. Like he's got a good feel for it already. Uh, and his touchdown um, was just like a, on the goal line, nice release, really tough catch, getting up and reaching up with like the DB there, uh, hauled it in, looked good. Um, Isaiah Likely had a good game, forty three yards this this week, four catches, looked more like preseason uh, Likely. Didn't have that many snaps either, um, so he'll be a weapon going forward. Um, I want to show like Benford and Elam again because I thought they they both played pretty solid. I I put I put Benford for out of nowhere rook because once again yeah. He just kind of, I don't know, had a very solid game against the Titans, and I think he, as a whole, has been the best out of nowhere rookie this season so far. Definitely. Had that awesome TFL on Henry. Like, that's a that's a big-time move as a rookie. Um, Elam had that nice PBU on Hooper. Like, I just, like, after, like, Armour Davis, and I gave Armour Davis and, and Peppy Williams giving shit, Benford and Elam, like, could be in that realm because they're getting thrown into the fire, but 
they're stepping up, and and Elam took a next step this week, and like mm-hmm. in a huge spot. Okay, like really quick. Tariq Woolen blocked a field goal. Damian Pierce looked like Damian Pierce. Get excited about Damian Pierce. Uh, I thought like Lil Chanel kind of had glimpses too. I kind of like that. I don't want to mention my guys. Well, with Willie Gay's suspension, yes, yeah, we're gonna see him a lot more. Yeah, exactly. Had that nice hit on Herbert early in the game. Yeah, I'm excited to see see more Chanel. Uh, I I also kind of mentioned that off the top, but I, I thought Martin Emerson had a nice game. Mm-hmm. Had a had a good PBU. Um, my out of nowhere work was Bamford. Who'd you go? With? I went with our guy Tamari Mathis, who got tossed into the game after after Patrick Sertan unfortunately got hurt. Played sixty percent of the snaps. Uh, nothing like big flash or anything, but like I thought he looked good. Um, a lot of like him covering Brandon Cooks and looked looked very competent. Um, nice PBU in the end zone, actually, on Cooks um, in the corner. Just kind of got up over him. Um, held them to a field goal there. <laughs> Maybe saved the game for the Broncos. Um, just also, like, I thought you looked really solid tackling. Uh, had a really nice solo tackle on Damian Pierce. Um, gave up some catches, but, like, he, he didn't look out of place at all. And especially get thrown into the fire like that against the best team in the league. Uh, come on, you got you to shut him out. That's, uh, that's the, the base, best compliment you can give, uh, especially this early in the season. Yeah, exactly. Didn't look out of place. Yeah. Um, for start the rook, you're, you're going with Kenny. Pickett. I gotta go with Kenny. Like I, come on, we gotta see Kenny. Uh, I I'm gonna say I I put Sky Moore down, who's only played 15 snaps in two games. Yeah. They're playing the Colts this week. Uh, the Chiefs are. Um, the Chiefs offense. They the I mean the Chargers should have won that game. The Chiefs offense didn't look that good at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just want to see Sky Moore get more opportunity. Uh, especially is like maybe it's not playing 80% of the snaps or anything like get, get him some touches he's so good after the catch I, yeah. i'd love to see that i think they have a really good spot for that yak guy like it's it's not coming from anyone else right now you know juju doesn't look like he's got it anymore like i, I think the spot's there you know Michael harman hasn't looked good i feel i feel like either like well, he's open but not bringing them in um uh, so i think there's a big chance for sky Moore, and they barely play him like you just said like i think that's a good call yeah, I also wanted to ask you. I mean, it didn't matter this week for the Eagles because they just pummeled the the Vikings. But I, I, it's not shocking to see Nakobe Dean. I don't think played very few snaps, mm-hmm. especially early in the season. But the 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 lack of snaps for Jordan Davis. I, I I was just wondering. Do you think we'll see more anytime soon? Do you think like uh, what well, did I don't know. did you have, did you have the numbers this week or no? So he played 22 snaps in the uh, week one, which was 32%. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then 21 against the Vikings, which was 34%. I don't know. It might just hover around that. Like, like I mean, they have Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave. Yeah, exactly. So you can understand it, but I, I don't know. i just love to see a little more Jordan Davis would, on the field. I, who wouldn't? I mean, totally. But, like, he's, he's doing a damn good job in the run. That's for sure. And uh, as for N'Kobe Dean, like – Kaiser White and TJ Edwards aren't getting toasted, so I yeah. can understand why he hasn't found a role yet. Yeah, no, I it totally like I thought like week one White was pretty good. I'm like TJ Edwards, I'm gonna get him out. But against the Vikings, he looked he looked fine. Yeah, Edwards was solid yeah. against the Vikings. Yeah, and again, it didn't matter. Like they were just up by so much so immediately and just kind of bled the clock out. Yeah, but uh, I'm interested to see it as the season goes on. If we uh, see increased play for those guys, also just like you know, this is a team that like could has the potential to go all the way. They look damn good already, but having those two rookies in their back pocket is is like, you know, two guys that just come off a natty run, two dogs. You know what I mean? Like that's 
I think I think we'll see Dean in a spot somewhere. You know, yeah, I feel like it's hard to say we yeah. won't. Uh, well, I'll, I'll be counting down the days because I'm excited. I'm excited to see that. Uh, I'm excited. This, this rookie class has been good so far. Yeah, I mean, it's been a lot of guys. You know, like it, it feels like every game, it's it's not short for dudes standing out and a lot of dudes playing. Yeah, I, I think that's the 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 best. It's just like it feels like almost every team is playing rookies. Yeah, no, that's true. And I mean, the receivers have kind of lived up to it. Um, first round receivers. Uh, I, I do want to actually, while we're on it, uh, just thinking about how good the first round receivers have been. Uh, the day two guys have uh, been quiet. Yeah. Like Christian Watson. What, three catches right? for nine yeah. yards this week or something? Yeah. Wandale got hurt. Yeah. John Mechie's out for the season, obviously. Oh, yeah. Not his fault. Tyquan Thornton got hurt. Yeah. Uh, George Pickens, we already kind of touched on that. Alec Pierce got the concussion yeah sky Moore, we were just talking about that's all the second round rookie receivers you go into the third round velas jones he's been hurt i don't know what that i don't know what the bears offense is either way yeah uh jalen tolbert's been hurt um david bell was just not a big part of this offense yet and danny gray he had a couple targets this week um did he yeah i don't know if he had any catches i don't remember but he had a couple targets um Danny Gray could be fun if they if they get him going. He's so he looked pretty explosive in the in the preseason. I think as of now, Romeo Dubs is the uh, next best rookie receiver outside of the first round guys. Probably, yeah. Kyle Phillips muffed that punt. Um, Phillips looked good week one and then nothing this week. But the the Titans are Calvin tough. Austin. Calvin Austin just needs to get healthy. Yeah, there you go. I'm telling you, but yeah, so far it's been just the first round receivers and really nothing else uh, outside yeah. of that. Yeah. Uh, so here's the Bo Melton going off this week. 